0: The pump fake and one dribble inside to the long two, and he makes it. That's his thing. His game, his whole career. By looking at him smiling, we go, My bad. Bad. <laughs> the long two. Bad. Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Long Two. I am Pete Rogers. He is Natty Wallach, and we are a Carmelo St. Anthony podcast but occasionally talk fantasy basketball and natty how you doing today i'm okay pete howdy what's up what's going on with you oh not too much i have to say man it feels as we are sitting watching the bubble watching the playoffs watching all of this beautiful chaos go down uh it does feel like a lot passes between podcasts (laughs) i often look back and i'm like Wow, that's what we talked about on last week's show. Holy shit! There are so many different plot points that we still that we need to touch on.
1: It's incredible. So much changes from game to game, or it seems like it does, but really, like the Clippers Nuggets series, all it was was three one Clippers, and then the Nuggets won the rest of them. So it just seems like so much. It's a is pretty happening, though, but like the Lakers <laughs> I mean- haven't played in like months. It feels yeah. like.
0: That That is super true. I also like your like very calm description of what happened to the Clippers Nuggets series. <laughs> it's like I mean all that happened was the Clippers were up 3-1 and then the Nuggets just won the rest of their game so it's really not that crazy. I mean the Clippers were up 3-1 this team with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, playoff P, uh, Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, this team that was supposed to be a title contender was up 3-1 against the lonely denver nuggets and what do you know the joker and jamal murray decide fuck you we're going to the western conference finals that series (laughs) was amazing what happened to the clippers man
1: they refused to go small they asked too much of Montrez Harrell, a person who had not been able to play in the seeding games uh, due to a death in the family, and so was also playing with grief and perhaps shouldn't have been asked to do so much. And their two best players didn't play very well. So it was, I mean, I know everybody freaked out, and I was too. Like, that game was amazing. The whole series was incredible. But the explanation is really simple like denver played really really well and la did not in any facet of the series like they just didn't look like a world beater they didn't look like a competent team they didn't look like a playoff team really they played with lethargy um they played they were not creative at all um they took shots that were just silly and i think everyone's going to remember paul george yeah hitting the backboard <laughs> i and when i saw that I, a hard I was
0: look for playoff
1: p like holy fucking shit what the hell was that but you know like that's what coaches are for and that's what stars are for and that's what hearts of teams are for and no one stepped up or at least no one was able to do it effectively and uh they just didn't really know how to play, Joker, and I think that's because Jokic is a changeup in baseball. The, you know, like you're putting dudes away with your chain. You're trying to change speeds. You're trying to fool people, and it fucks with them it, because t- batters are in a rhythm, and so are people on a basketball court. Jokic moves so slowly. But scores anyway and knows how to pass and just sees the entire court. Um, he's like slow mo Kyle Anderson, but the best version. He's just incredible. His behind the the head pass in the paint oh was God, ridiculous.
0: That was showing off. Fucking but fucking like, yeah. all of all of playoff basketball, dude. But You're also t- he knew it was there. He knew that was You're totally right. You're totally right that Jokic, watching anytime Jokic make a highlight, it is like watching a man play in molasses, like a a, a 40-year-old man play in molasses among like 20-year-old athletes. And yet it works. And yet Jokic routinely gets those awkward, like, you know, shots across the paint as he's moving, you know, parallel to the paint or these like post-up games where he's shooting off of like his right foot with his right hand. And they go in and you're just like, he, this is, we've, we've, I think we talked a lot on this show throughout this playoff series and throughout the bubble in general, just like all the stars that have emerged, right? The young players who've like really cemented themselves, obviously Luca and, and Jamal Murray were, were two guys. I mean, Jamal Murray did it in the playoffs. Luca did it in the playoffs as well. And, and, and were two guys who really cemented themselves as like, wow, these are people to take note, Luca, especially, uh, this this I, this series, the last three games of this series, this had to be like Jokic's not even coming out party, but like I'm a top 10 player in the league party, right? I'm one of the guys that beat Kawhi Leonard. There's no one else in the league like him. Like has there ever been someone in the NBA who's been this combination of like can score, obviously can rebound, his t- his passes are incredible i mean he he he's such such vision on the court um as well as like just just the way, the way he looks and the way he plays i saw someone i saw someone uh pump into uh you know uh, basketball reference jokic's playoff stats and like search all of the nba database to tell you who else has done it and there's been one other player who's done it you want to take a guess who's done what exactly i need to find the tweet you're putting god damn it natty just tell me that's fine (laughs) it was something like let me think it was like 20 points 20 plus points 10 plus boards five plus assists and like a block or something the only
1: is it uh kobe is the only other person larry bird larry bird okay Oh, it's Kobe that like triple doubles early enough in a game or something. Like there was some crazy stat. Kobe
0: also is, well, I mean, Jason, uh, Jason Tatum's got a a nice Kobe LeBron stat. Well, we'll, we'll touch on the Celtics a little bit later in the show, but for now, this is, this is a Nikola Jokic uh, appreciation uh, section, but he just, I I mean, fastest to a triple double ever.
1: He is incredible,
0: man. He is he is something to behold. How can he be the
1: fastest to anything? That fucking slow ass (laughs) motherfucker! Jesus.
0: (laughs) And it's something where it's it's something now too, where it's like you can't think that the Western Conference Finals is going to be a pushover, right? Like you can't feel like, oh man, the Lakers now have this easy path to the finals. You can't treat the Nuggets like that anymore. This team is fucking good. And they're coming off of a series in which they were down three one and won it. Like this team yeah. is riding as high Again. as they possibly can, right? Like yeah, this team has done won Game Sevens back to back in a row, <laughs> and now they're <laughs> Been going down three one,
1: and it's unreal. Like you and can't count this team out. Like the like Joker looks even odder because of all of the athleticism, like you said around him. Like there's just little dudes whizzing all over the fucking place, and like there he is somehow he lumbered down the court and like he's up at the elbow and he's making ridiculous passes and he doesn't like need to score he's also like he is the point guard um he's the point set, like he wants to get other people going he'll score if he has to which is right. just so Kyle Lowry that's amazing um there's the matchup with the lakers okay so Looking at some numbers, Denver has the second-best three-point percentage of playoff teams, and the Lakers have the 11th. And Denver has the second-best free-throw percentage, and the Lakers are 13th. L.A. has a better defensive rating in the playoffs overall. They're number three compared to Denver's 11th. But since Golden Gary Harris came back (laughs) on August 30th in the Utah series, Denver and L.A. basically have the same defensive rating fourth and fifth it's 106 i believe like one's 106.1 and one's 106.3 or something it's getting their defense back denver yeah. changed everything oh yeah like it meant of that course. jamal murray didn't have to score 50 points every game to win
0: yeah no the addition of gary harris was huge and and just like helped settle everything it helped you didn't need michael porter junior on the court as right. much Right. Which and big. he d- isn't
1: being asked to defend like the best perimeter. Right. Players.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like now, like MPG
1: that- can like sort of chill, not chill, but like he's, I, I think that's so good for him. That's so right. right. You,
0: he gives you, he gives you 20 minutes and, and a near double double, you know, 10 and six or 10 and seven. Like that's exactly Get some what good he- boards
1: that you right. man. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And like, that's exactly what you want for Michael Porter Jr. Whereas before when Gary Harris was injured, Porter was thrust into a bigger role and his defense was being taken advantage of. And then the addition of Gary Harris settled everything down. Jeremy Grant, we haven't, like he, I don't even feel like he's tapped into the ceiling that we thought he had with, with Oklahoma. It's just, this is, this is a team that I, well, I, I'll say we, we like this team. We've liked this team for a long time. Jokic is just such a, a lovable figure uh in in basketball and just and his game is just so unique that it's really I for one thoroughly enjoy seeing the fact that this Nuggets team having to play two game sevens, like both of those games came out one and didn't get sent home early. Like this is a team that I think is so young uh and with so much potential that the further they make it down this playoff route, the more experience they're gonna get, the better they're gonna be for 2021. And this team easily we'd seen them before where they like came in as a top seed and got knocked out in the first round. And like, that felt like their path yet again. And yet here we are Western conference final. They're going up against the Lakers for a chance to be in the finals. They are. So Michael Porter jr. Only had two points last
1: game, but he only shot twice. He had seven rebounds. He had a positive plus like the team now fits. Like, Mm -hmm. now they have nine players they can play. You know, Plumlee comes in when Joker has some foul trouble. There's Michael Porter. Torrey Craig, he seemed to have a good game. Monty Morris, who we both like. Yep. Um, Dude, but Jamal Murray had 40 points. Guess how many points Kawhi Leonard and Paul George
0: had combined? Let's see. Let's see if I can think of this on the spot. Uh, 30. 24 that's so then so then this is the next question like this is or this is the segue beautiful segue by yours truly <laughs> has this has this done anything to the clipper are the clippers that are like irredeemable right or not irredeemable unfixable is that the like Is this, is this a blemish on Kwai? Is Kwai no longer, can we no longer consider Kwai Leonard the best player in basketball? Uh, What's was Paul George, the right building piece for him? What are these Clippers going to do in 2021? Like there are now are so many questions about this Clippers team that like, what, what, what are next steps for them Daddy? What is, what is this? What does this leave the Clippers?
1: I am a Clippers truther, unfortunately. I think this was a weird series and the Clippers had a weird year. And if they had had an entire 82 game season, they would have had time to get everyone together and healthy and playing. And yeah but
0: that that is that excuse rubs me the wrong way because quiet leonard won a championship with toronto raptors after play like he he didn't he didn't have like a whole multiple years to get acquainted with those guys and yes the 82 game season is different than whatever they ultimately played 60 uh you know and then going into the bubble but i don't, I don't quite know if i buy the like wow well, we weren't all meshing yet
1: okay fair enough um The Toronto Raptors have a better team all around than the Clippers do, Um, or at least they did last year. Like That was just a better team, I think. Uh, The Clippers had weird stuff happen to them in the bubble. They were missing people. Weird. I mean, they were missing people. Then it took people some time to get back. Doc just, I mean, he started Zubats for some reason. I don't really know why you would do that. Uh, You know, Morris should have been, just trying to fuck Joker up really from the get go and it's tough for me to blame Doc too much when like yo Paul George do better than 2 from 11 from three point and Kawhi Leonard you went 6 for 22 from the field i think everybody did a bad job but in different ways and then, like, Jeff Green is there seeming to play well, but it's like, (laughs) if he's your most consistent player, then that's a really big problem. Uh, I also feel like the perimeter players on this team are extremely good, and it's your, you know, inside dudes. Like, they just had no fun. They didn't come up with a solution for Joker. Maybe that's because Joker is singular, and there is, yeah. You know he's just a 22 year old basketball genius. Like that's totally 22. possible.
0: And 22, yeah, that's ridiculous,
1: so, dude. Like if Denver beats the Lakers, then we're not going to feel as badly about the Clippers. You know what I mean? Because it's because then everyone's going to be like, oh shit, no wait, Joker's one of the five best players in the league. Maybe he's the best one right now in the bubble. Um. Also, Mike Malone, the coach for Denver, changed things. You know, he tried different stuff. He was very sort of Mike are You uh, taking
0: notes, taking notes, Mike, about how you yeah. can, uh, how you can change in the middle of a series. Hope you're taking notes. The NBA playoffs used to be so chalk,
1: and more and more recently, it seems like it's becoming more like the NFL, where it's like you need to be able to change your game plan in the playoffs because other teams have been scheming for it. They know what you like to do. Uh, the Clippers just didn't try anything, you know, like they, it took them so long to put Kawhi onto Joker. I don't even know if that really worked. Um, Is Paul George worth the money is really the question for the Clippers. I think that he is.
0: Okay. There,
1: There are very few players that are better than him in the NBA, at least in the regular season. And if you let him go, you're going to have to complement Kawhi with at least. You probably won't get somebody better, but you have to get like an accumulation of talent that will give him a better chance. Because if the if the Clippers don't win next year, then Kawhi's gone, probably. Like 100 oh, percent, yeah. So or maybe he stays. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? No, if, no, no,
0: no, no. This is what's happening. If the Clippers don't win next year, Kawhi is is calling up Giannis and saying let's let's go win a championship for Milwaukee
1: yeah but if you're Giannis it's like hey man I don't really know what your decision making process is and I don't really know if I need you on my team um like Kawhi is not an emotional leader publicly I have no idea how he is in the locker room but out on the court he's not like clapping his hands and yelling at me. he's not Jimmy Butler. Right. You know, like, he's not demanding excellence. And it doesn't seem like Paul George is, like, wants that responsibility. I sort of felt like Pat Bev would be the guy that did that. And Patrick Beverly had an okay game. Four for seven, played 30 minutes, six assists. Like, ugh. there's just,
0: This team like, just should have, this team shouldn't have They should have done better.
1: They yeah, yeah, They were better. up 3-1. They should
0: have won. They should they have won this just, series. just win a game. Just win a game. It's all you need to do, and then Absolutely. you can get trounced by the Lakers, but win a game. If if the Nuggets were to go to the to the finals and beat the Lakers, which LA team would you be most worried about moving forward? The Clippers. Okay,
1: I because, think that's true. I think that's right. I mean, I'd rather have LeBron and Anthony Davis than Kawhi and Paul George, and that does was Anthony, true. Does even Anthony Davis leave
0: if the Lakers? Does he? Does he? re-up with the lakers if, if they lose here
1: it depends on the money and it depends on like which teams like if Daddy,
0: he... i need sound bites i need really hot sexy sound bites
1: if so he threatened to leave will... boston would try to get him because boston's been trying to get him oh um, god
0: as long as it doesn't mean trading there are three people who can't be touched on that team Jalen, jason Mackis
1: yeah i i mean the lakers would get back kemba which wouldn't be the worst thing for lebron because traditionally he plays well with a nice guard that can score um i mean kemba wouldn't be like any of the fucking point guards that he's played with but i if anthony Davis was gone and the lakers had like i'd be trying to get ben simmons I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this Philadelphia mm. isn't working. Like mm. we'll do whatever we need to. I think he's a clutch guy anyway. And then Simmons gets to be uh, the, I, I mean, he and LeBron get to be the distributors and all of a sudden like guards are just sort of the fungible things and you don't really have centers. LeBron can get enough talent. I think we've seen that. Like he's gone to the finals with, seemingly less talented teams but they work around him and if he loses ad that's a big punch but then again if they lose to denver then i assume it's because of anthony davis or i guess their guard like all their guards could just go cold right well i mean Jamal,
0: jamal murray's gonna probably average like 60 against them
1: yeah the thing about Jamal Murray is that he's gone up against elite defensive players already, and it doesn't seem to fucking matter.
0: No, it really doesn't face him, which is like whoo cojones. He scored uh, 40
1: on the Clippers in a do or die game. In a do-or-die game.
0: And they blew them out. They blew them out. 104 80. Up by 20 down. at one point. It's Yikes. just what are we doing here? Well, what are we What doing do you think? I about? mean, are the Clippers in trouble? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I I think that I think that Paul George had not looked like Paul George for a good portion of this season. And I think that the Clippers should have made a move for a bit. I mean, everyone who is anyone was saying this at the deadline where it's like, go get a big, go get Tristan Thompson, go get someone who you can play who can rebound and at least mildly protect the paint. Because like we said, I mean, yes, maybe Jokic is just unguardable, which is entirely true. I don't doubt that, but Like make a move. This is, this was the thing that was so confusing to me where it's like these teams that had playoff aspirations. And maybe this is something they'll learn, but like, this is, this is the mark. And this is what I'm worried about with the Celtics right now. uh, Is just like, if you think that you have a championship window, do what it takes to improve your team at the deadline, like make those moves. Don't just sit there and be like, I think our roster is good. Go make moves. The heat added Andre Iguodala. Like that was a good move, good addition for them as a, as a veteran presence there, like play, like go get good players to fix those holes. The Rockets traded away Clint Capella and didn't do anything to like shore up their, you know, interior presence and bye-bye Rockets. That's a whole other spiel. I mean, we could do a whole podcast about that team falling apart. So it's just, I just feel like the Clippers, it'll be interesting to see what is done. I think that the Clippers this was a team that was like thrown together and was like playoff or championship or bust and the bust came. So what's going to happen? Or is everyone going to be like, we're still in this, like let's put it together and let's build it again. Or because none of these guys have like allegiances to the Clippers, especially choir Paul George. Are they going to be like, nah, this isn't it for us. We don't want to be like the competing LA team with LeBron and AD. Let's go get our own. I don't know. I have no idea. It'll be interesting to see what all plays out. I totally feel you. And
1: I don't want to be an apologist, but I do feel like this, the loss itself is unique, but the team not winning the finals is reminiscent to me of the first heatles here where, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone thought and they, they announced they declared, yeah, we're <laughs> fucking winning And maybe they did have the most talent, but they, they didn't know how to play with each other yet. It's hard for stars, for really elite players to learn how to play with each other. And it's hard for role players to learn how to play with stars. Toronto was so well coached and the team structure that Masai Ujiri had built was so inviting That's why Kawhi won in Toronto. Also, they didn't ask too much of him. They were like, oh yeah, every seventh game you get off. Yeah, you don't have to play every game. That's totally cool. We don't mind. You're you're here because we have a window and we want to try to win. Right, right, right. And we think you're gonna leave anyway. The the Clippers have a bunch of good players on their team that were there before Paul George and Kawhi got there, and that team was successful. Doc has this cloud now because he's coached multiple teams that have lost when they were up three, one, but for almost all of those series, it's like, yeah, but LeBron caught fire um, in the, when doc was coaching the magic, I think, or, you know, like someone was hurt. There's there, there are always sort of reasons for why these things happen. And for this one, I think it is his worst coaching job because it's like they didn't change at all. They just didn't try anything new. And he he has all these assistant coaches. Like, what the fuck was Sam Cassell doing? Like, what were these guys? I think they were just saying, no, you're better than this, and eventually it'll click. But, man, I just feel like there's so, so, I like so many players on the Clippers, and I just think it's really, really hard in year one. Like, name the teams that are excellent in year one outside of Kawhi with the Raptors last year, which was Not year one. It was one year. Okay. That's all I got. (laughs) A Doc team? Is is that a Doc Rivers team, Pete? That is a Doc Rivers team. See? So, like, if we're going to hate him for when he's bad, we should love him for when he's good. Ubuntu.
0: All right. We have to pause this train of thought for a quick ad break. You ready? Showtime. all right let's jump back into it it's more of it's just it's just a question of whether or not like will the clippers stick together we'll see i'm curious it's a it is a a interesting and exciting uh and like lou williams was three for 11 and was just
1: uh, the problem like lou sweet lou and Montrez harrell like maybe shouldn't have been playing as much as they did
0: but they didn't and have any depth not to do that yeah so that's, yeah for that's for sure that's, again Take totally. those moves build like it's just it's just something where it's it's especially with last year being won by the raptors you look at the raptors last year's raptor squad and you are like there was depth at every single position yeah. right they could go like eight nine deep and totally. all of those guys could be starting slash six like that was, and they that made was a, trades. They got big, and they, made moves. they got Marcus all exactly. And it's just, that's the kind of thing where it's like, and that's why people, I mean, if Gordo comes back, that's why the Celtics people are really high on the Celtics is because the Celtics had that depth, you know, they had that, but, but the loss of Gordo is, is huge obviously. Um And so it's just, I'm just, I'm always surprised when, unless you have, and and maybe this is this is something to take it like maybe this is a further just like miraculousness of LeBron where it's like even Kawhi Leonard and Paul George need people around them and yeah. somehow we're so used to like LeBron being like just put someone with LeBron and who gives a fuck who else is there LeBron will carry you and, and maybe that's more of a testament to just how crazy insane LeBron is more the more so than like how to properly construct a team like. Don't don't yeah. just be like, we've got Giannis, let's just ride with it. It's like, no, no, keep Malcolm Brogdon, keep building, like, go get yourself a legit center. Like give yourself actual pieces. It's I'm curious. I'll be curious to see if if we see a swing more to like depth rather than get me, get me two to three stars and let's just ride or die with them. Dude, but that is such
1: a good point. I love that point, Pete, because you're absolutely right. Everyone has been treating stars. Since LeBron, as if they're as smart as LeBron. Like you, right. like you know how to play, and you'll ri- you'll everyone else will rise up to play with you. Like all of the, the Clippers loss is the best thing in the world that ever happened to LeBron James. That is so oh,
0: chef's yeah. kiss. Like, fuck you guys. You try to come to LA, you try to build a super team, oh, and it fails. And the reasons don't matter. Like even if the Lakers go out against
1: Denver, it's still <laughs> going to be that the Clippers lost because they talked so much fucking shit. Meanwhile, and I love Pat Bev and he's sort I of like Kawhi doesn't continue. say anything. And Paul George, I mean, doesn't he's fishing all really the time. Say yeah. But I love Patrick Beverly so much. <laughs> um, I want Pat Bev and Marcus Smart to be on the same team. The I way. do not
0: want that. Oh,
1: what? It would be incredible.
0: I mean, it, it would, would be incredible so to watch. Awesome. But I also, I mean, what you need is you need a lineup of Kyle Lowry, Patrick Beverly, Marcus Smart, and you'd have there. Flops you go for days. So Who, many flops.
1: You don't even need the other two guys. Just no, those three against a five man squad. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Oh my god, that would be the most. Okay, let me abs- ask you this though.
1: Yeah. If if you could make any realistic move with the Clippers, you're keeping. PG-13, and Kawhi. Yeah. What would
0: you try to do? I mean, you'd have to look at the West, and it's get a big man, right? Unless Kawhi is going to guard, you know, unless one of Kawhi or Paul George is going to guard Jokic or guard Anthony Davis, you need a big man. You need someone like, so You you threw this out on last week's show when we were talking about CP3 trade destinations, and you said Dallas Mavericks, or could be a piece away from finals contention. What if you did a Chris stops for uh CP three trade? I don't know how the Clippers would muster enough energy for this, but like, I don't know Chris stops or, or getting yourself like this, like a unicorn ish big to go along with, you know, Kawhi Leonard or, or or Paul George. Now, I guess that's also me going right back against my team building of depth. And it's like, nope, we're getting three stars. We're running with it. No, but it's- Tristan Thompson, you, man. Go you need Tristan to have Thompson. weapons too. Sure, yeah. absolutely. But like,
1: if you could put Chris, if you could keep Marcus Morris Sr. as yep. the guy that just kicks the shit out of uh, yep. dudes the, when you the want punisher. to. Right. And then Kristaps is there. And, you know, Kristaps is great at blocks too. Like he's not yep. some fucking dud um it's just a little scary when someone's that big and like and
0: people are barreling at him full speed and he's got but, a 20 cl already yeah yeah
1: and it's like Jokic. i mean they're the same basically the same height i think but like Jokic is built like shack like that motherfucker is gonna be okay <laughs> that guy is you know tank it is it's, it's incredible uh but yeah i i like i for the people that think that this Clippers team would have done better without the Paul George trade. And so they would have had Danilo Gallinari and SGA. I don't agree with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't see why, and I love Gallinari. This podcast loves Danilo Gallinari,
0: but I don't see why.
1: Oh, for sure. But Gallinari's defense is eh, suspect (laughs) and SGA is young. We like both those players, but I don't see why that would like really change the calculus unless it had been the impetus for the Clippers to be like, okay, let's go get a real like Al Horford. Like if it had been a regular season and Al Horford
0: had been on the bench in Philly and they were like, well, shit. If they could got if they could have gotten like 2019 Al Horford, that's what they're missing.
1: I think Al you can Horford have that if you're not so going to play little... him all the time, though. And I don't maybe, think that
0: they maybe. But yeah, but, but it, yes. they're in Al a tough Horford spot, is that kind of guy. Al Horford is that guy who, like, he was the he was the engine to the Celtics defense when he was there, where he was super smart on switches. He would play the lane extremely well. He was the guy that they he and Baines were the guys they used to slow down Giannis. Like, he was a phenomenal facilitator both on offense and defense for the Celtics and so like I think that is again the piece that this Clippers team they just need they need a third person but they also need that third person to be able to guard big men unless PG or Kawhi is going to bulk up and, and and like make it their sole mission to go against Jokic you know what I mean like quiet pg PG can shut down the wings i don't like and so you need someone to protect to protect to play the paint and like getting someone like sabonis
1: wouldn't help your defense no maybe miles turner but i don't really know if he's
0: but it could be exactly but that change of scenery could be the thing that miles turner needs to like fully become the guy who we've wanted him to be which is this like elite rim protector who can shoot threes i i just we talk about it all
1: the time Centers are fungible, but they are still important (laughs) under the right situation like and his canter isn't gonna play in the playoffs ever again, but like it was good that he was there in the regular season and for the first series. Um there are bigs out there you can go get like how about one of the young bigs from the Kings? Like they have sure 19 of them. Just go (laughs) grab one, or you know what, dude? Just do what we fucking told everyone to do anyway. Go get Aaron Baines.
0: Just go get Aaron Baines, just get Aaron Baines just solve your problems hey you know what you know what uh you know what big the clippers could use who's that who isn't fungible who is redefining what the big position means
1: Mm, nice segue i feel it coming thank you do it do it
0: bam out of bio oh i thought you were talking about blake griffin oh never mind just (laughs) kidding even i Dr. Pete can put on a stethoscope and even fan Celtics Pete can take off the stethoscope. Holy mother of God. That block was just soul crushing and mind blowing all at the same time.
1: I hope no one shakes that man's hand. Like that looks fucking disgusting almost while being impressive the uh, fact that it's his offhand, the fact that it's right there at the like if it's just a right. millisecond,
0: like millimeter, or even just like a little bit off. It was like palm yeah. to palm, right at the rim. Taysom was coming for a body. Tatum, excuse me. Tatum combined those names. Tatum was coming for a body to end the game, to like put the punctuation mark on it. And holy buckets was that a rejection. We keep seeing blocks in the playoffs that stay with us
1: more than any dunk and more than a lot of threes. And it's really fucking kind of impressive. Like, it almost makes me think, oh, shit, now the Heat are definitely going to win. Except the reason the Celtics lost isn't because of that block. It's because Kemba went one for nine from three. Kemba that needs to, to stop. Kemba having. needs to figure his, his shit out. Dude, if he makes even two more, you win that game. You know, even like, it's bucket. just... Right. It's just not there are so many narratives. This is why things change so quickly between podcasts because right. you can just dig into this shit. But it's like, when you look at the forest rather than the trees, why did Boston lose? Oh,
0: because one of their starting players went one for nine from three. Right. But before we get into the Celtics and all their issues, I do, I wanted to touch on what you were saying. Cause Roger Sherman of the, uh, the ringer wrote this, wrote an article about this, which is basically just like, the block is the most impressive feat in basketball. And it is it is just like we had the Kawhi Leonard middle finger block, uh, which was also which was also great. It is just it's, – it's in this day and age – and the same thing I think is true with football, right? In this day and age where offense is emphasized, right? Yeah. In football, like, it's all great about the point. offense. That's totally. the players who you know. In basketball, it's like, how many points can you score? If you get a hot game, it's – you know, you're putting up 40 points. It's Jamal Murray. And, like, it's just – Offense is, I test, easier to quantify, easier to see, easier to like get excited about. And so, but it makes those defensive plays all the more impactful and all the more incredible because you feel like you're seeing something so extraordinarily rare in the moment, you know, the block totally. at the game winner, it's, you know, seeing Whatever on in the football, uh Aaron Donald getting that, you know, last second sack or sack fumble or you know, Stefan Gilmore picking off the pass to seal the game. Like those kinds of plays, you're just like, oh my God, after an offensive onslaught, this is the deciding factor. And whoo man, I don't know how many more overtime games I'm gonna be able to like my body's gonna be able to handle if the Celtics keep going at it. And you're total it's cross-sport like we celebrate no hitters in
1: baseball. Yep. What is yep. a perfect game called in baseball when the pitcher fucking doesn't... Like, when the defense doesn't fuck up. In right. hockey, the playoffs... People talk in the playoffs the most about whether a goalie's hot. If a goalie yep. is just picture-perfect, then they're winning, and that's what people are talking about rather than scoring. The defense, because offense is so emphasized, you're completely right, that's what sticks with us because that's what's rare. And the fact of the matter is that that game one was so defensive heavy and so fucking everyone knows their assignment. Everyone knows how to move. Everyone, everyone knows how to be a badass. Oh my everyone God. Everyone knows Miami how to go hard fast.
0: They were flying all over the place,
1: dude. He, and Tyler hero is what? Three years old. Um, yeah. and, but whatever, everybody on the Celtics is three years old, except for old man, Marcus who's 25. Um, <laughs> it is, it is a testament to the coaching like Eric Spolstra and Stevens have their teams ready. Yes. Doc Rivers did not yep. like we'll see what the Lakers are doing. It seems like Mike Malone doesn't have his teams ready. And then when they're down three, one, then the nuggets are like, <laughs> Oh, like, actually let's, oh, just shit. let's actually go this. crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, now we should be trying to win
1: play. Winning because basketball. yo, even with my Gary Harris love, they still were down three, one you know yeah
0: it's going to be i the western i mean just the conference finals are going to be incredible like this is just going to be they're, both of these games have the potential to be so good I, heat celtics so both heat celtics game 2 and lakers <laughs> nuggets game 1 is happening tonight as we record this uh no lakers, so, is tomorrow, I think. Oh, lakers, lakers is tomorrow oh lakers is tomorrow Friday. oh yeah. well that's saucy why can't we push heat Celtics back till Friday. Anyways, I just, I I am morally, dr- I'm emotionally That game drained. lasted
1: forever, it felt like. It felt like every quarter game. was. How am I supposed to recover 48
0: hours? 48 hours is, my body needs more time than 48 hours to recover from that game. Dude, and
1: Jimmy, what was, I mean, it's not like oh he's God, this lights shot. out shooter, but he went two for three from oh. three. And it's, uh, you know, it's by just, the way, Goran Dragic scored 29
0: points. Yeah, that's. It's that's the kind of thing that has haunted this Celtics team throughout this playoff run. And it's crazy to say that as we're as the Celtics are in the Eastern Conference final, but like it has been Marcus and Jalen have just more or less carried this team. Tatum has had huge games. Right. Like every every time you've absolutely
1: needed Jason, he's been there. Right. But otherwise.
0: But, But otherwise he's kind of hit or miss. Marcus has been there from the word fucking go. Good Lord. That man wants to win a championship. He so badly. took 13 threes. <laughs> oh my God. He is elite. <laughs> elite. No one shoots threes. Like fucking Marcus smart. He
1: took the most threes in that game, dude. That is fucking, so I love amazing.
0: It. I love it. It's incredible. But this is the thing is it's like Dragic has a big game. Like, yeah pieces to the 11 for 19 Wow, pieces to the heat are going to have big games pieces to the raptors had fucking huge games kemba walker needs to have a big game like it needs to happen and i don't know if it's going to if it doesn't happen there's no way the celtics make it out of the east like kemba needs to come in the remaining games of this series and just be like Here's the 20-plus point score that you know. Here's the spot-up three-point shooter that you guys have known. Like, do the pick-and-roll, shoot the three. This zone, teams have figured out running a zone has really kind of walked with Kemba's shot. He's not driving. He's tentative. He doesn't want to get hit because he's not getting calls. And it's shutting down his, like, little, like, you know, slide off of the hip of Tice and, then, and shoot up a jump shot three. So it's just, like, Kemba's going to need to be the piece that, like, needs to light up if this Celtics team wants to make it past the heat, because we've talked about it, man, this heat team is fucking here. They are 100% legit. Their defense is off the charts. Their offense is catching on. I absolutely cannot stand. As Becca said, we were watching the game. Becca's like, who's (laughs) that guy? That guy has the most punchable face in the world. Duncan Robinson is the most punchable (laughs) face in the world, but he doesn't go blue. (laughs) <laughs> the dude, can like, is one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA right now. It's oh, so, yeah. like, this, this team, this team is built. This team is ready. The Celtics, if they want to contend, if they want to try to make it to the finals, like, Kemba needs, it's on Kemba. It's on Kemba's shoulders because everyone else, I mean, it's on t- Tatum too, but, like, Kemba needs to come here and be like, I. this is it. I've got it. Give me a game. I can catch fire and I can do it. Dude. It's so
1: tough for Kemba,
0: man. Like, what I was saying
1: before is that it's tough for stars and, like, good players to learn how to play with other players. Kemba, before Boston, had to be the man all the time. There was nobody else on his team that was anywhere close to being as good as he. He was the star of the team. He had to do shit for them that most offensive players weren't asked to do, and that's one of the reasons Boston wanted him because he can be an offensive force but then he comes into a team where it's like okay all the rest of you are actually sort of like at my talent level right. and i also sort of know that you're more important to us winning but you're also awesome and you want me to do well so it's like you'll feed me even when i'm cold but he's He needs to take advantage of the opportunities as they present themselves, Kemba does. What I mean by that is that like, when Kendrick Nunn is in the game, when he's on the court, Kemba has to fucking find a way to be able to go against him. He has to win those matchups. He is undersized. You have to be able to go after the Heat when they have a point of weakness, and that's Kendrick Nunn. If he can't do that and Gordon Hayward comes back and is effective, then I guarantee you that Kemba will be on the bench more often and yeah. it'll be smart at the point. And yeah. I don't want to see that because Kemba's awesome. And I do feel like some of those shots just aren't going in. It's not like they're all bad shots, you know? Like, and Kemba's really smart and he knows how to fucking move around the court. But damn, man, that is like he did go to the line. He went six for seven from the line. One for nine, though, is just and his His little floaters, like his mid-range shit, like doesn't work as well when you're getting wave attacks from these long-armed motherfuckers in heat uniforms, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just, it's, it's they just need to figure things out. And they've made it so far because Brown has taken that huge step. Tatum has had games where he's looked like a top 10 player. And third best player in the league. Sure. Marcus Smart has just decided to become this Steph Curry that plays Clay Thompson defense. Dude, if I'm anyone
1: else in the NBA, I'm like, Marcus Smart gets to the playoffs every year, right? Like Marcus Smart always seems to be the dude that's there. Marcus Smart always seems to be on the court when it matters most. Marcus Smart is 25 years old. Maybe I should hitch my wagon to his star he's also getting better at his threes so like all of the complaints we had about marcus from several years ago when Who had the complaints? rest of these
0: dudes show me them show me receipts i know old
1: man Green, marcus smart it's just it's incredible that like smart and jimmy butler have a lot of yes. dna
0: in. oh mom, my god you know someone brought this up that Uh, was it back? It was, it was Jalen's draft. So, and and it was Wiggins draft. Who was that? What? No, it wasn't Wiggins draft. When was Jalen drafted 20 was that four years ago now? Yeah. So was that 2016? Yeah. Jesus Trump here. Christ. Uh, But maybe it was 2015 out of it. Anyways, basically that, that there was a trade on the table for Jalen for Jimmy Butler with, with the Timberwolves for the Celtics. And it was the pick that would have been Jalen, Marcus Smart, uh, another future first, and, God, like two other players. And it's just like, thank goodness. Like, a, um, Jimmy Butler experience would have been fun. Like, he's a guy, like you said, they he and Marcus Smart are cut from a similar cloth. So I would have, probably have had no problems rooting for Jimmy Buckets. In fact, I actually really liked Jimmy Buckets when he was playing for, for the uh, Bulls. But, wow, that would have been a franchise-altering trade. Dude, Danny Ainge dodges another bullet. Or another they would have bullet. won
1: with Tatum and Butler and, you know, whoever else. Like, um, it is the Celtics. This team exists because the Celtics' bad luck didn't turn out to be as bad as it could have been. Like, yeah. all yeah. those picks they had, you know, a few of them turned out really, really good. Most of them, it doesn't matter. But that's why you try to accumulate so much draft capital because all you right. need is one and they got two. And
0: having Maybe those the, six, two wings... the six picks they were going to trade to Charlotte to move up to get uh, Justice Winslow.
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: God. Jesus, I forgot <sighs> oh, about that. Wow. That's
1: amazing. Yeah, oh, like all God. the times that Ainge didn't make a deal and all the right. times that like someone outbid him. Uh... On the other hand- they've structured a team around Stevens type of coaching that really appeals to young players. I think Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure if they're like a team. I mean, the oldest guy on the Celtics is Kemba and he's the guy that isn't doing so well, you know, like that's not because of Stevens. I don't think, but their kind of hyper athleticism it'll be interesting. I mean, they have another 10 years of this team probably, but it would be interesting to know if like just anybody could do it, you know, like not just anyone can go to the heat and like get through their grueling practices. Right. And I think like, not everyone can play defense the way that the Celtics demand you play defense.
0: Yeah. It's going to be an amazing series. Uh, Before we go, Natty, I know we are going to, there will still, hopefully, well, maybe not for the East, but hopefully there will still be fi- conference finals games going on uh, when we talk next week. But what is your feeling for how both series go? i
1: <laughs> I want Denver to win. <laughs> <laughs> I can come up with all these reasons blah blah blah. I want Denver to win, but on the other hand, you know what? Fuck that. I've wanted LeBron to get another ring all year. Um I think that would still be a good thing for him, for the league, uh for history, especially under such weird circumstances, even yep. though I don't really like that team that much. So, I think the Lakers will win, but I want Denver to win, and I think Boston will win. But I want Miami to win. <laughs> like I really want to see Jimmy Butler get up in LeBron's face. Oh, just God, so fucking bad. Glorious. I just also just also, the Bam
0: Bam versus AD seems yeah like a matchup exactly that we could dude, all be wanted exactly. And like, what if
1: their wave attack Miami? Like their outside shooting. What if that just obliterates just
0: the Lakers yeah. front heavy front court? What if? I personally, if I'm if I am. I think Lakers win in six. If Kemba doesn't turn it around, I think heat win in seven and part of me. And I've said this many times on this show. I will stand by this till my dying days. If the Lakers make it to the finals, I do not want the Celtics playing the Lakers in the finals. I don't want to battle both LeBron, Anthony Davis and the ghost of Kobe. So. I will beat the Lakers at another time, but I do not want that. On the on other hand,
1: like maybe that's a,
0: like maybe LeBron won't be player. able to guard Kemba. He will have to be, he will
1: have to guard one of the wings. And so Tatum, maybe both Tatum and Kemba Jalen get, have
0: already dunked him to an oblivion. So he's, you know, guard either of them.
1: also playoff Rondo, whatever. Um, oh God. I, f- I feel oh like God, Boston is going rondo. to be there for the next five years at least. So I'm like, not that concerned, especially since I kind of feel like the East is going to get weak again after this off season. Yeah. Um, you know, Miami is just such a cool team. They're sort of reminiscent of the early aughts Pistons. Like they just sort of needed their one last dude. And then all of a sudden, Oh wow. This is a really dangerous team. Jay Crowder versus the Celtics has been sensational. We didn't mention that. Yeah. Um, but it's such. I, I just want more game ones because that was exhausting. But also some Incredible. of the best basketball I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, our team ultim- did so
1: well. It's just they <laughs> lost by three, and Kemba went one for nine. You know, it's like insane. I, it's insane.
0: like Celtics it's fans shouldn't boy. be that upset. No, uh, I think ultimately my feeling is this feels like the Heat's year this doesn't feel this i feel like there are future years for the celtics this this celtics core is going to be around for a while fingers crossed this heat team feels like they're like they've caught lightning in a bottle and they're going to run as far as they can with it i don't know if they can recreate this next year right what if it's a denver heat finals
1: i would obviously adam silver and the money wants lakers celtics but denver Versus Miami. Ooh. Can you imagine? Yo- Joker versus Bam. Like, Bam, I think in that series, Denver would win the first game because Bam would be like, well, I don't know how to, I can't play this right. slow. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> he just stands there. I literally and- am walking. I can't run. Yeah, right. Th- like, they somehow have transition defense, even though he moves 10 miles per hour slower than everybody else. <laughs> the whole thing is fucking weird it's it's amazing
0: i love it all right well there you go that's all we got for you today uh make sure you subscribe to the fake teams podcast wherever you get your podcasts itunes spotify stitcher that is how you'll not only get us but also our fantasy baseball and football podcasts uh make sure to follow us on twitter at the long tube podcast we will be back at you next week natty have a good week
1: good luck tonight buddy well done oh thank you, you man oh,
0: you'll see You'll see uh, how I tweet this out tomorrow, whether or not I'm thrilled or depressed. Also, did we mention that the Nuggets got back to the conference finals before Melo did?
1: I forget if we said that at the beginning of the show. We did not. Set.
0: Pour pour some out for Melo.